Okay, this is the Comedy Seller Show on Sirius XM 99. And this is Dan Natterman, which can only mean one thing, of course, that Noam is not here. He's having some sort of family difficulties. I'm not sure what it is. Um, we hope, I uh, hope he didn't kill his wife, but I'm not ruling no. anything out. Great positive start to the show today. Well, thank you. That's Lisa Traeger, and, and we'll, we'll get to you. And by the way, I just want to, um, it, was a bit, it was kind of complicated, the whole thing, because I canceled. You didn't get back to me, so I said the show was canceled. It was 20 minutes. You texted me in the middle of my work day. It took me 20 minutes to get back to you, and that, that meant I was just, you know, off the grid, dead, not interested. I mean, I suppose if you I want... I mean, how do you, get a, how do you get a date at the this? Do you just decide a girl's not into you if she... Go ahead. No, the pressure to respond nowadays is too quick, business-wise, personal-wise. People are nuts. It's crazy. Well, there, Just wait a I, while. I guess if I had to really look deep within myself, it may <laughs> well be that I didn't feel like doing this show tonight. <laughs> it's certainly possible. Honesty is a great policy. Uh, because, uh, you know, uh, it's always annoying. Um, you know how I feel about it. <laughs> you hate doing it. this? I know. I don't, well, I don't, I, I don't necessarily hate doing it. Um, but well, you know, if if you you haven't been on before, usually with no. me and usually with me and Noam, there's a lot of arguing back and forth. Noam's yeah. not here tonight, but generally it's very stressful. About like politics? No, Noam wants to run the show his way, and I want to talk more about show business and the comedy seller. And Noam wants to talk about the Democrats and the Republicans <laughs> and Candy right. Crowley and things that I don't know much about. So yeah, I'm, I'm general. And, and 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 to add to that, my mo- I'm in what I call the zone of darkness tonight. <laughs> Tonight? Uh, <laughs> no, but, well... Recurring. The zone of darkness is a particular phenomenon. It's a word that I invented, but I don't think it's... Uh, I think it's familiar to most comedians. What I'm doing... Uh, I'm going out of town on... Friday, I have a gig in Colorado. I'm leaving Thursday. Okay. Because I don't want to double stress it. I don't want the stress of traveling and the stress of a show on the same day. So I'm going out Thursday and doing the show Friday. Okay. But the zone of darkness... That's where the anxiety starts. In other words, the show is Friday. The zone of z- darkness starts at about Tuesday. Okay, fair. Uh, that's shows? when I start. That no, only when I'm out of town. That's when I start getting anxiety-ridden and wish I had chosen another profession. Do you have that, Lisa Trigger? This is Lisa Trigger. She's a relatively young comic. I don't yes. want to ask a lady her age. I'm 28. Well, that's yeah, that's young enough to ask. Yeah, <laughs> that's young and I've been doing it seven years. So a young girl. That would be a young girl. By, yeah. by certainly compared to me, that's a young yeah. girl. And and you um, so do you f- experience this phenomenon? Not for traveling. I'm really happy. I like like it. I like doing shows. I'm like in a great mood. I like traveling because you don't have to do other stuff. You can be on your phone. You're reading magazines. You know, ordering in Jimmy John's. Like I enjoy that. I like hotels. I like to snap on planes. I, I'm fine with that. You've got it. the right attitude. Yeah. yeah. Attitude. Well, you should be doing that. This is, this is the line of work for you, then. But did you ever have Absolutely. that attitude, Dan, at some point? I ne- you know, I never did. Oh. I never did. I always thought of stand-up. The first time I did the road, I said to myself, this can't be. This is horrifying. <laughs> I also travel with a friend, me and Matteo Lane, co-headline a lot. Oh, I love Matteo. And Matteo Lane yeah. is a, a flaming homosexual. Yes. And, and I don't say that disparagingly. He's 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 a fruit, yeah. and I'm a cunt, and we go on the road, <laughs> and it's great. And well, we bring Nintendo 64. We go to arcades. We watch Bravo in bed. It's a dream. Maybe I need uh, a, my well, own Matteo Lane. You and I are very different. Obviously, we've established yeah. that. You have a positive attitude. Just hope. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, she, really she has happy. a great attitude. This is the first year I'm like a real comedian. You know, I quit my day job in May. What was that job? I was a backup nanny, so I was like a substitute nanny. I didn't know that Manny's had substitutes. Yeah, yeah so I worked for I guess an that agency. makes sense. Yeah, a lot of people's jobs pay for backup care so their parents don't miss work. 
Those well, congratulations on quitting your day job. That's eight. So, yeah, so for me, it's like everything's great. I, like the, everything that I've ever wanted in my life is happening. I get to sleep in. I'm performing at the cellar. I do comedy overnight. I'm traveling. It's like I can't even be upset. I wish I was thinner and getting fucked more, but other than that... <laughs> well, I wanted to talk <laughs> about great. that since you did bring it up. I didn't, I didn't say anything about her weight, <laughs> by the way, if you'll notice. Um, I think you're fabulous the way you are. Oh, thank but you, you did mention you wanted to get thinner. Yeah. Um, now, but don't you think, though, that... You know, there's a lot of... There's a lot of co- and you're not in this category by any way, in any way, shape, or form, if you'll pardon the you know, expression... Um, there are some comics that, that their weight is their act. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I was thinner before, you know. It's not, I just talk. Now I'm eating. <laughs> but do you reference it all in your act, your own insecurities about your, your body? Yeah, for sure. And do you think that if you lost weight, I don't want you to be, you know, Amy Schumer had said, and I normally don't quote Amy Schumer, so this is a rare event, but yes. she said that a woman in comedy should be pretty but not too pretty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you agree with that, but my point is, is that part of your charm is, hey, this chick is 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 kind of you know um, yeah, just struggling like with her body image. Oh, I don't. I um yeah, I just have pants I don't fit into and outfits, and I'd like to fit into them again. You just struggle getting to clothes sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to. I also want to just like um, if there was a skinny dipping opportunity, I want to be able to just go skinny dipping. No qualms with just, no problems. Yeah, just in the water. Although Dan, I don't know. Uh, Dan would have some qualms just jumping in the in the uh, skinny well, dipping uh, well, river, it, wouldn't you? Well, uh, is the water cold? I'm not good with anything under about ninety. <laughs> really? So only hot tubs? <laughs> exactly. Um, well, no. I, if, if it's eighty-five or above, I can do it. But I don't. I don't like when I go into the water. I don't like that initial. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I, which is almost always going to happen. Yeah, I was going to say. The wa- 90 is about the level where the eh, stops, and you just can walk in. That's insane. But anything less than 90, there's that initial, whoa. What about when it's 90 plus outside temperature, like, and you're dying? Well, first of all, there's no pools that are ever 90, or so that's not, but I would prefer it if there were. In New Orleans, Ugh, I had a heated pool, and it was so hot awful. outside. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, but yeah. Water, water is still cooling. It's still 90-degree no, water is still cool. nothing coo- worse than a heated pool on a hot day. When you, like, are somewhere, and then you realize the pool's heated, and it's hot outside, it's the fucking worst. Where the hell is Ryan Hamilton, by the way? Not that we need him, but he's just such an on-time guy. You want guy. another male energy? Well, no, it's just, um, it, no, no. I'm just wondering if he maybe got Shanghai'd. What does that mean, Slit? No, I think shanghai when they used to... Kidnap you and send you to Shanghai or something. In the old days. It's, it's an old word you like here. It on is Abinac- an old word, but I don't. You know hear exactly. it on like Abbott and Costello would be like, "Hey, did you get Shanghai?" Right. Ryan, thanks for coming. I know you hate doing the show. I told I. I don't know why they asked you to do the show. <laughs> I, you know, they it's asked you. Know, it had show. nothing to do with me. I know. All of a sudden, they it's said okay. to me, "Ryan Hamilton's doing the show." I said, "Ryan Hamilton can't. He, there's nothing he'd rather do less than this show. <laughs> why are you bothering it's the kid?" It's not anything about this show. I just I'm not in love with. With podcast. The po- no, and so, but they. But this a- isn't a podcast. This is a radio. Well, it's show. also yeah. a podcast. But what the fuck is the difference? <laughs> There's a mic and you're talking. It's a long form interview show. No one wants to know anything about you, so don't worry. We'll get to it. I find that. You, but but Lisa, here's you, what you're not familiar with the context of our show. It's no, not no, all no. about the guests. It's also about the recurring characters. Right. Uh, Noam, the put upon husband. Uh, the tortured genius, that's right. me. Kristen. The, 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 the poor woman stuck in between the, of your bullshit. Well, everything. I was going to say the girl who can't say no. <laughs> but the that's point true. is we have recurring characters here, so we have right. to, we, you know, it's like a reality show. Yeah. That's I, my vision, and that's why me and Noam clash What's put upon husband mean? It, have you seen the guy? Just that everything. Just have you seen just you his know. walk? 
That's the walk of a man. He just carries the world on his shoulders, <laughs> and all the decisions come down to his finger on the button. And well, no anyway, Ryan, thank you for coming. Sure, but, Ryan. What is your zone of darkness? What do you mean? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I made that term up. Um, I bet you Ryan does not have a zone of darkness. The zone I of darkness is, is, ha- is the days preceding a gig where you start to feel shitty because you know the gig is coming oh. up. A road gig, right? Okay. Yeah, road gig. What kind of gig? It depends it, on well, the gig. In this particular case, I'm doing a corporate gig on, yeah. uh, on Friday in Colorado. Corporates have the longest zone of darkness for sure. <laughs> D.O.D. The largest. The Z.O.D. equivalent is <laughs> rather a, high. There's a whole... Uh, Lisa does not have a zone of darkness. Nothing? I do. I just have to figure it out. All right. You'll get back to us. Yeah. Um, I get nervous... Uh, at least a day before a corporate that I feel like I'm, is going to be difficult. One day, at least. One day. Okay, so for me, it starts uh, generally the week prior. Okay. And, and, and I'm, feel, I'm in heavy zone of darkness right now because I have a... <laughs> I have a um, it's on Friday, and now we're Tuesday. Right. Really? Already? Tomorrow's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. And, and I'm, all leaving, I'm leaving Thursday because I cannot handle the double stress of travel and show on I, the same I day. I hear you there. Oh, so yeah. you're, you're, you're... I'd rather go in a day early a lot of times if it's a long flight. For a gig like that. So I'm not the only one. You see, yeah. Kristen, I'm not so crazy. Yeah, uh, I like to um, <laughs> land somewhere super early so I can nap in the hotel first, for sure. But all right, you so go we're a day early? She doesn't go a day well, early. Well, if you had to go to Colorado, as I am going to Colorado, right. uh, would you go a day early? Um, yeah, because I want to smoke weed. <laughs> so I definitely would. A lot of times they require you to go a day early, it seems like. Because they, they, they just want to make sure you're there. Because if you land three hours before the gig, that's you know something See, goes wrong. That's what you should think about. The the client is also in his or her own zone of darkness. That's true. I'm scared, no, scared that no, you the, might not make it and their event is going to go to shit. Mostly they're in, a zone, they're in a zone so. of wonder because, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the excitement of the show. There is some, there is some uh, anxiety on their end, I suppose. I think it's mostly excitement. I don't think we've had, by the way, Ryan here because he, did, he told me he doesn't want to do this show. I don't want it. It's not this show. I don't do like doing you? any of these. How do they convince Esty you? Esty, he's afraid of Esty. <laughs> no, this is the only one I do. I, I don't know that I've ever said no to this one. I've just kind of made it known that I don't. Okay. Well, he, the last time you were here, I think, was a year ago because you had, we were talking about pilot season. Really? I believe. Wow. And you have just come back from pilot season. Again. Now, let me explain what pilot season is to the uninitiated. That's when people go to L.A. to audition for pilots for TV shows. A pilot is a show that they do that is like a test show, and then the network sees if they want to put the show on the air. Uh-huh. Yeah. So every year, like January through March, people flock to L.A. kind of like, you know, the uh, birds flying south for the winter. But in this case, it's actors flying west. For pilot season, but I find that it's not that many people anymore. Because, because, have you ever done it, Lisa Traeger? Um, I have not, and I think it's less because there's not a strict like network pilot season. Really, like yeah. shows are getting bought and made all the time now, and uh, there's more things happening in New York. I don't but, feel like. But despite all that, Ryan went anyway. Yes. I went anyway because his for agent. Some you know, it is what it is. The agent is like, yeah, come out. What do we care? We're not paying for it. Fuck it. Yeah. The agent doesn't give a fuck. You tell the agent, hey, should I come up for my says, Yeah, why not? Stay at a four-star hotel, order room service. We don't give a fuck. It's not our money. And when you have to go back to New York, yeah. what do they care? Yeah. So well, your, your, your agent yeah. told you to go. Yeah. And you went. And, and But went. now last year, unfortunately, you didn't book anything. But this year. This year, I didn't book anything. Oh, okay. 
Well, you get them it's next okay. time. But now, when you go out it's for okay. pilots, when your agent encourages you to go yeah. out, does the agency set you up for auditions, or are they just kind of? It's very hard to plan. It's like you go out there, and then they don't know what's going to happen. And then a day or two before, they go, "You have this audition for this thing that came up." Okay. So it's you can't really plan. I mean, they they tell me they don't say you have to come out. They say. Come out, and we'll see what happens. Nobody knows what's going so to happen. So there's a chance you could go out there, and you're just basically having a little vacay for a couple of days. And you yeah, it's a good anything. time to be in the sun, I figure. I see okay. some friends. Um, it's a long time to be gone. That's the hard part. But How long whole, is the whole? I went for six weeks. But oh, you can wow. go. Some people go for a couple of weeks. Some people go for two months. <clears throat> some people don't go at all. L- Lisa, by the way, last night I was overhearing something. At the table. That means he was eavesdropping. And no, we're, we're, we yeah. all are sitting at this table, and <laughs> you hear everything that everybody says. And Lisa's got something going on with Comedy Central. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, I don't try, I'm not sure I want to know, to be honest with you. You're going to get mad, Dan. Because I'll probably get upset, <laughs> because Comedy Central uh, pays me no mind. <laughs> but, uh, but I know she's got something cooking. So I'm going to hear about it well, anyway. You might as well tell me. It's now just, make it fast. It's just a Snapchat show on oh. their Snapchat channel. Oh, they got a Snapchat? Yeah, so I'm doing six episodes. They're each just like a minute, minute 30. Um, I did them before. It's called Like It With Lisa. And yeah, I just tell people what to do. You know, That's like cool. eat it, watch it, stop it, do it. It, it seems like Comedy Central is giving a lot of <laughs> shit out these days. Mine's pretty good. To, to, to great. all kinds of people. No, he doesn't mean shit like... No not stuff. Good I don't stuff. mean he bo- means like I'll give it a may, lot may of stuff. It may not be okay. good yeah. stuff. I haven't seen. It's just uh, for them. It's so you know. cheap to make, and um, they have two million daily users on their thing. You do a quick ten seconds, um, and then if you make someone swipe up, they can watch it. They could not, but it's um, nice to what's it called? Nurture young talent. Yeah, and what happens is hopefully this could lead to something else, which maybe leads to something, something on their else. network. Yeah. They've developed shows like and that. And I gotta get paid. You know, I'll do anything. I do so and many it- comedy game shows. I can't even imagine. What do you mean comedy game shows? Lie detectors. I've done it. Joking off. I've been there. <laughs> Where? Comedy knockout. Where is <laughs> this happening? All these dumb oh, channels. Oh, on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even Liza know. You just do weird things for money. Lisa, I should say, is, is a, I guess, I, is a rising star. She's a rising, I don't know if she's a rising star. Let's she's a rising. But can we talk, I, fi- I figured out my pl- zone of darkness. Oh, go ahead. It's um, when I know I'm about to see an enemy. Oh. When like I know it's someone I don't like and I'm gonna have to be around them. But that is not the strict definition of zone of darkness. Zone of darkness is a very specific term dealing with uh, gigs on the road. Oh, that's the. Oh, I thought it's just any zone of darkness. Well, I don't know why you would think that. Well, she made her own zone of I darkness because she doesn't have one for they, travel. So her for her. You can't just the, make shit up. Why zone of darkness? That's like saying hummus apply. now from now on is a hamburger. Is hummus? Well. I thought zone of darkness is just what gives you sadness and anxiety when you're waiting for something to happen. What yeah. happens in shows when you know you're going to do... Like, I have an enemy... Zone of R- darkness R- R- right R- now. Right. Will you please okay, Google no, Zone of Darkness? I, I think that would be futile. But I'm, t- <laughs> I'm talking with gigs. Like, I have a gig coming up in May with someone I don't like, and I'm already like, great, oh. I'm going to have to deal well, with this Well, that's a gig. Bullshit. All right, that's fair. Let me Google Zone of Darkness because I can't... I mean... There's got to be some. It's going to be like an urban dictionary as like the zone asshole or something. Or like, you know, the. the I mean, it's, it's a term that I kind of. The space between the. That I made up for, for, <laughs> for me, but there's got to be, I'm sure it's somewhere in, because everything is, you know, zone of darkness. Um, I don't even want to know. It's going to come up. Gonna, that was an it's episode. Link to Dan's Wikipedia. Yeah. It's going to have something to do with like shitting in someone's mouth. It was, an episode, like of, it was an episode of Spiral Zone. <laughs> oh, I don't know what that is. What is that? Zone of darkness, puzzles and dragons. We're yeah. in a zone of darkness anyway, now. Forget it. Yeah, this uh, I want to talk about the um, the new kitchen going on here. Okay. All right. Now, the, the restaurant upstairs from the Comedy Cellar, Noam Dorman 
owns both. He owns the comedy cellar downstairs and the restaurant upstairs, and by all accounts, both are very profitable. But neither bring him happiness, apparently. <laughs> because he's, he's, he's got some... He'll tell you that the olive tree isn't profitable, that the comedy well, cellar is poor, well, you know. Yeah, I he know he says that, but I, nobody buys that argument. <laughs> Noam's trying to... He's, Noam's not pretending to be poor, but he's certainly pretending to be less wealthy than I suspect that he is, and that's fine. But they keep the prices down. They could up the prices on the food, you know, knowing people come here for the cellar. They yeah. don't. We're not selling, you know, gold-dusted hummus or whatever. Right. Well, Prices anyway, very those of yeah. us who've been coming here for a long time, and I'm the senior member here, because, Ryan, you've been coming for about 10 years, I think. Lee's is very, very No, new. not that long. Okay, so I've been eating the, 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 the menu items here for the better part of two decades. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's enough. You've had it? I've had enough. <laughs> I can't stand it anymore. They never changed the menu. Let me tell you, you know when the last so time you they... should be happy I've been about coming that. I am happy about it. Okay, That's great. why I want to say this is a celebration. Oh, great. You know when the last time they changed the menu was? When they discontinued pterodactyl burgers. Oh, God damn. That's, always, how, long, that's how, long, reference that's how long ago it was. <laughs> that's yeah. not true. Ava changed the menu a couple years ago. But they brought in... Um, Added new stuff. Yeah, they got in some macaroni and cheese. That'll yeah. fucking give you a heart attack. <laughs> that Added that some vi- salads. viscous cheese. The salad, it the- was all Middle Eastern before. Oh, it was all Middle Eastern and hamburgers. What about the wings, though? Is that, was that's that a, a new staple. Addition? No, that's, that's been here for years. Okay. But let me, let me explain something. Because I was here when the menu first was... Was changed. It was marginally was like, changed. Okay, marginally things were added. There used to be a shawarma I've wheel heard about that. in the window in the front. People came here once we we removed yeah. it and made it into that little sitting area over there. Right. People came and were beside themselves that we no longer served shawarma I've for heard, yeah. at least a year wow. after. I mean, droves of people were just so, like, wouldn't eat and laughed. And so people are tied to a lot of the, the menu yeah. items. It doesn't just, you know. The borscht is I'm like not saying special. to get rid yeah. of anything. They keep adding. I'll keep, I keep. You ch- can't keep adding a hundred things. Then you're like a diner. No, I and think they're taking good. things out. I think they're yeah. going to cut some shit. Well, the they menu is, is, is limited. And I, for one, have had enough. <laughs> and the people can only be pushed so far. <laughs> Now, now, apparently, they, get, now, they need, like, a steak and eggs later. Now, I don't know what they're going to get in here, but enough is enough. Okay. How many fucking of those kebabs can I eat? I've been eating so many chicken kebabs, I wake up at the crack of dawn and cock-a-doodle-doo. Damn. What? This is... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good shirt. Tortured genius over Tortured genius. I, <laughs> but you keep eating them, so... Because here's the thing. We come to the comedy cellar, and we're all here, and my friends are here, and Ryan is here, and Lisa's here, who's, who's a newer friend... And Kristen is never here, but but if she were, she would be here. And we I are, eat sometimes. And then I want to eat somewhere else, but everybody's here eating, so I'm like, oh, "Fuck it, I can either eat alone somewhere else, or or talk about, you know, yeah. uh, getting road pussy with Ryan Hamilton." Right. And uh, that's what we always talk that's about, what you guys, isn't it? I could see that. And uh, <laughs> and and so I prefer to stay here. But uh, but Lisa, what what are your thoughts on the food? But there's gonna be steaks, I heard. Yes, I did hear that. Wow. I'm quite excited for that. Wow going to open up a whole new thing on discounts and you're going to pay full price. Just but you we, wait. We have a whole like six week period at least where we won't have food here. At all. Or we'll have some food. Well, because they have to do the construction. Yeah. We'll have it, to order in. Yeah. I heard they're going to the do six weeks paninis was, from well, around the Well, why don't you go for a bag of yeah. papaya season for another six weeks and ride out the storm? <laughs> but that only makes sense, doesn't it? By the way, we I, I don't know when this is actually going to hit the... Uh, 
podcast. We're, we're a podcast and a radio show, mm-hmm. but the ra- the podcast is posted later. Right. We're already a little late. Last week we did not, for some reason, talk about Gary Shandling. Oh, really? Yeah, for some reason it never. We yeah, uh, we got sidetracked. We got sidetracked, and then there was the usual. The plus size models were here. The plus size models, really. So they couldn't. They couldn't keep. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't talk about Gary Shandling with the plus size model, but 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 um, but he died. I don't know if you heard. Yes, I did. Did you meet him? I never. I never met him. No, but he never like came here. I don't think. I worked with him one time in L.A. and he was very. People said he was a very sweet guy. He was. I had a great week. I was at uh, Comedy Magic Club, and I showed up one day, and he was there early, writing. And he just started writing with me. Whoever was in the green room, he would write with. And then he did some of the stuff on stage that we had worked on. And then the next day, I got there early, just because I thought he'll be there earlier. And he was. And we did that three days in a row. And every day, he came back and would say, hey, I was thinking about that thing, and here's what I did with it. And then he would use the tags that you gave him on stage. It was wow. really collaborative and cool the way he created stand-up, at least for those three days. Really nice guy. Yeah, wow. well, uh, it was a cool wish I had met him. He, he um, was a heart attack? I, I'm not sure if they, or they're doing an autopsy. or I read something about hyperthyroidism. That's what I have. Oh, you do? do you? Yeah. So, um, so be careful. I'm getting an ultrasound at the end of the month. Well, I was, um, I did something on some on camera work recently, and someone on Twitter wrote to me, it looks like you have thyroid cancer. Oh my God. But I have a hypothyroid, so I'm just getting an extra. I go every six months, but I'm going for an extra one just in case. And that affects your weight too, doesn't it? Yeah. Having hypothyroids? Yeah. Yeah, I blame it a lot, but I also don't exercise. But it but it does. Have yeah, your metabolism's I mean, fucked. Yeah. You're more fatigued. There's a lot of issues. Hair, like, uh, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. It's a hormone. But I've been on pills since I was in third grade. Wow. So you never know somebody's interested. Here, I thought Lisa Traeger had the world by the by the nutsack. No. With no problem, just gliding through life, singing a happy tune, <laughs> and she's and she's living with hyperthyroidism. But speaking of of that, because I I did notice on Twitter like there was kind of a. You know, some comedian or just people in general didn't like Gary. Should they didn't think he was funny, and there was kind of some. Oh wow! Like, I mean, I think there was just one person, and instead of letting it go, (laughs) people people are outraged, and it causes more of a commotion instead of focusing on the life of someone. Yeah, I think it was just one guy with a check mark. Not even. Well, there's there's like in the world of Twitter and Facebook and social media, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna be unscathed. I mean, there's someone's not gonna like it. Yeah, um, and you're gonna know about it. Well, how do you guys deal with that? Like, how did you how do you deal with comments? Like, do you just let them go? Well, really, do you respond? Well, the thing is, my friend told me a story that she had something with her eye, but she didn't know. And someone ran up to her and said, "I work with this, this disease. You have it." And then they went to the doctor, and they had this disease. So before getting mad, I was just like, maybe I should just go get checked out because you've had three surgeries. So you're before. saying Twitter? Wait, you're saying uh, somebody posted something, and that's how you knew you had the disease? No, no, no! This happened to someone else. So when she wrote oh, it sorry, to me, I'm like, "Oh yeah, maybe I should go get an extra checkup." Like I don't, I didn't mind. Like meaning that the person might actually know what thyroid cancer looks like. Yeah, because like I responded and, and I was like, "Yeah, I get checked out, and I've been on medication. Thank you." And she wrote, "Glad you're handling your thyroid. Great work on the show." Somebody, oh. somebody. So uh, it wasn't me. That's a oh, thing. Oh, okay. Somebody, I mean, somebody, somebody you, tweeted at Ryan Hamilton. You should get checked for uh, Jerry Seinfelditis. <laughs> Dan, you are stinking it up today. What but people going do on? write mean stuff. What are you talking about? He's, he's howling with laughter. This the is the, what happens in your zone of darkness. The good news is that Jerry Seinfeld probably won't die for a good while. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not convinced he's ever going to die. 
Yeah. I, I don't see Seinfeld dying. Yeah, he's pretty young at heart. Well, yeah. no, he just seems, seems like the kind of guy that would happy. just be too arrogant to die. <laughs> what? I just say, well, I don't understand these comics are dying. Just, uh, just don't die. It's easy. Good one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, but sometimes but, people write mean shit. I just ignore it. Well, go, I go on their page, and they're usually like, conservative, I love guns. Right. Three followers, so looking for me. All right, I'm going to go host, well, Liza, but I'll be Liza, back. Uh, well, you're certainly upstairs. welcome to come back. We will I'll save tell the you seat how the crowd you. was. Oh, that'd be wonderful. Fun. We'll get a real. This is li- this is something that we haven't done <laughs> yeah, yet real life. on the um, the uh, podcast slash radio show. Ryan, do you have to deal with uh, haters on on the twitters? Nobody hates Ryan. Do you understand? Uh, Ryan is like the Red Cross. You never know what people are going to get right. offended you, by. Well, you mean, never really... know, but it ain't going to be anything Hamilton says. That's the only thing we can say with any degree of certainty. <laughs> I have that joke. I, maybe we've talked about this even, but I have that joke about. Uh, Hot air balloons, and then somebody was offended by it. Oh, yeah, you oh did my tell God. Me. Yeah, for real. And so now I talk about that in my act sometimes, too. But they really, they complain to the comedy that club. You were, do we, do we, you were making then, a mockery of hot air balloons. Yeah, and then the club manager thought <laughs> it was... I can't even take this seriously. Yeah, and then the club manager thought it was so ridiculous that they complained. He said, hey, will you go talk to these people as a joke? You know, he just was like, they want to meet you, and they have something to say. And they were deeply... <laughs> Offended by my hot air ballooning stance. I'm a romantic. Are you a romantic? You got to do things. Do you believe in romance? I try. It's hard. You do things and then you plan it, sucks all the life out of it. You know, there's no spontaneity in it anymore. It's difficult. I went on a hot air balloon ride with a girl. I thought that would be romantic. It's terrifying. It's not romantic. It's not, and there are all these obstacles. All, you have to get up at 5 o'clock in the morning. Did you know that? Hot air balloons, they don't even work during the day. I didn't know that. We were finished. Finished. At 7 a.m. Where do you go from there? Where do you, do you want to hit Denny's? Is that what we should do? Hey, do you want to take a 12-hour nap and I'll pick you up? These are the options. It looks so peaceful and serene from the ground, doesn't it? I got up there and I realized this is panic-inducing is what it is. I have a death grip on a wicker basket. It's made of wicker. Why are we flying around in wicker? They don't make planes of wicker. They don't make frisbees of wicker. I don't trust wicker on the ground. Have you ever sat on anything wicker? This is the only this is the only thought in my head. It's breaking. I can hear it breaking. Did you know your furniture is made of weeds? Did you know that? It's a tiny wicker basket in the sky. Oh, by the way, everyone, attached to a flamethrower. Is that a good idea? Who approved that? Where's the FAA? Where? I gotta take off my shoes to board a flight, but I can fly around on patio furniture. Attached to a campfire? That's okay? Why is that okay? And the basket is so small. If you saw this basket in your kitchen, this is what would go through your head. Bananas, I guess. We'll put some, some fruit in there or something like that. You would never look at it and go, we should fly around in that. We should get some people up in the sky in that tiny basket. <laughs> and there's a man in there. There's a man. In the, have you ever been in any romantic experience ever? 
and thought, you know, if we had an extra person in the corner just staring at us, that would really make this moment. I think if we just had... It's awkward. I don't know. He, it's weird. He, he's as far away as he can possibly be. I can hear him breathing. I don't like it. I don't like the guy. He's a little arrogant. He, he, no, he calls himself a pilot, which... Uh, Look, I don't know a lot, but you don't even know where we're going. Do you know where we're going? You're comfortable with pilot? Let's make a deal. You tell me where we're going and I'll call you captain. How about that? I asked him, where are we going? Do you know what he said? I've got up or down. What do you want? Well, I want down. I'm terrified of your stupid death trap. It's stupid. Did you know hot air balloon? It never lands. It crashes every time. There is no landing. If you're in the sky in a hot air balloon, you're going down. I mean, eventually, it's going to crash. In your head, it floats down gently to the earth. That is not reality. Reality involves an angle and velocity, and it attacks the earth. Like a wicker shovel with just, just an enormous sail, and it's just drug across the land. And if you happen to survive, you get out and you dust yourself off, and you go, happy anniversary. Do you want to get some eggs? <laughs> Captain Crash said he knows a spot. It's stupid. It's the only form of transportation. Once you land, someone has to come pick you up and take you back to where you started. <laughs> then you can get where you want to go. It's never worked. Someone invented it and said, we can fly. Where? Well, we're working on that. <laughs> You're being a little picky. You know, it's impractical. No one's ever said, I gotta run to the store. Take the balloon. It's just sitting out there. No one ever uses it. Someone told me that the hot air balloon became popular during the Civil War because we would use it to spy on each other's armies. I mean, okay, but how? I can't come up with a scenario where that's even possible. You know, like, hey, hey, they're right in front of you. <laughs> no, I think they can hear me too, maybe. I, I, I'm not sure they... I mean, they can definitely see me, that's for sure. This thing is 12 colors. Where did you get this? It says Remax on the side. They're shooting at me now. Comedy's pretty tough, everybody. You know, some people don't like 15 minutes of hot air balloon jokes. That's all I do. Someone came up to me. This is how difficult comedy is. This is a real scenario. Someone came up to me after a show. It actually was a couple, and they complained to the club manager. And then the club manager came to me and said, hey, you've got to go talk to these people. And he said, I can't wait to watch. And he was laughing maniacally. <laughs> and I went out, and everything about this couple was cold. Their body language, everything. They did not care for me. And I approached them, and they said, we are hot air balloonists. <laughs> now, uh... <laughs> Look, I didn't want to laugh at them, you know, but uh, they did call themselves balloonists. Can we all agree that that's hilarious? 
And they said, look, you don't understand our hobby. It's recreational, and it's fun, and it's safe, and you don't get it. They were for real. Do you know what went through my head listening to them? Here's what I thought. I have finally become the edgy, boundary-pushing comedian. Thank you, that's right. I'm out here talking about the topics that no one else will talk about. And you know what? I am pushing some buttons, sure. But I'm not gonna stand up here and apologize for it. So if there are hot air balloonists here tonight, hear me now. You can go home. Deal with it. What if I wasn't done with hot air balloon material? I've talked about it before on the air, but my uh, about being an uncle and how the only thing, the only thing. Um, the only rule of being an uncle is an easy job. Like being a parent, you got to do a lot of different things when you're a parent, right? Mm-hmm. But being an uncle, just don't molest the kid. Right. Okay, that's the setup, and there's more to the right. joke than that. But yeah, being an uncle is an easy job, and it's almost impossible to be a bad uncle unless you commit a sex crime. That, that's pretty much the only way to mess up unclehood. Like if all you do is not molest your niece or nephew, you're considered a reasonable uncle. You know, there's a lot of ways to be a bad father, right? Somebody says to you, I had a bad father. That can mean anything. That can mean he wasn't there for you financially, emotionally. He didn't nurture you. He didn't care for you. But if someone says to you, I had a bad uncle, you know what that means, okay? There ain't no ambiguity there. You knew, right? You never had to ask, oh, why was he a bad uncle? You just ask, oh, how often was he a bad uncle? Where did he bad uncle you? But somebody came out, I was in Aruba with Aruba Ray. Yeah. And some French-Canadian woman came out and started screaming at me about, uh, you can talk about molest, you know, molesting children, I can't believe you talk about this. That's not really a French-Canadian accent, but you get the idea. <laughs> we but, get the idea. But, but, uh, but the joke, I'm not advocating molesting children, obviously. I'm saying just don't, in fact, I'm saying don't molest children. Yeah. I should be a hero. Right. But, but, um, but she just heard the words molesting children in a joke context. And because... And thought I was making light of molesting children, which I guess you kind of have to say, in a way, I was. I suppose. I mean, if I'm making a joke where right. the humor, the humoristic content comes from, look, we most people find molesting children funny in a certain way, um, not when it really happens, but just the idea, you know, right? I don't know if we can say most people. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know if it, look, the idea, I don't find the idea, it funny. But you find idea. it's not. But I don't. It's think funny you that the that there's people out there that are that are mole- it's, Come on. No, well, it's forget it. It's no, not it's funny. It's just like just like dark. You have to make it. The fact that no, but there's humor in in the darkness of you, of you the human mind of the craziness. Of, okay, like a serial killer is it? You can make it funny, you know. You can make it funny. Right. Right. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like you know, but but there's there's humor. Like we've all laughed at the joke about the pedophile that that uh that says to the kid, hey. Hey, give, uh, if you get my car, I'll give you a piece of candy. And the kid says, give me the whole bag. You can come in my face. Oh, God. I've never, I never heard that. I've never heard that, but that... <laughs> I thought that was a I classic. <laughs> I don't know what classic uh, what works you're quoting. But, but anyway, but the, the point is is that 
you're right, although that joke I've stopped doing in in Aruba. Really? Because the only place I've ever had a problem with that joke <laughs> is Aruba. Just in Aruba. Just in Aruba. And, many... and in any context where it's like um, a corporate gig, I wouldn't do You're not going to do this I'm not going to do it the corporate gig, unless it's like a corporate gig for the pedophile association. <laughs> <laughs> Nambla. You know, yeah, we were one of those, you know, whatever. But, but... Um, Nambla is the their, fun, their annual fundraiser. Of course, I'll do the, the joke. They insist on it. But in any other context, I uh, no, I'm glad Lise is not here because she she poo poo that she's poo pooing all of my my, my zingers tonight. Oh, I not, think I, they haven't been great zingers, Dan. I gotta be honest, the pterodactyl burger. Yeah, because that's how long. Oh. Right? Don't you get the pterodactyl was extinct? I get it. Of years ago. I get it. That's a hot one. Oh. Hamilton was laughing, weren't you, Hamilton? Uh, I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> You're putting him in a zone of darkness right now. No. <laughs> in a zone of I, la- I was laughing because I love your connection to the Flintstones. I know you and how much you love the Flintstones. And well, that's, that's, that's what I make no laugh. secret of that. Yeah, I know. Now, I wouldn't because say it on Twitter because I might get some backlash. Right. That's right. Forget it. But uh, So it makes me laugh when we have Flintstones reference. But I really think that, back to your point, I really think that sometimes people, you know, are just they're waiting to be outraged. Oh, totally. Like just waiting. I mean, can you yeah. imagine going through life where you like yeah. you're waiting to not have a good time? Oh, I mean, I just terrible can't way to live. Imagine how people survive like that. Yeah. It's the only joy they get is that little second of I can relate to it on some level because I have that with Noam Dorman. <laughs> I'm always I'm waiting to pounce. I don't know what it is. <laughs> But really? Well, the thing about Noam is he always he, he never admits he's wrong. Well, no, and he, he thinks he's always there right. There are certain personalities that love debate and they love right. to go back and forth, and right. Noam l- enjoys that. I I would right. say. Right. He he might he doesn't so, enjoy my my outright haranguery though. Haranguery. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I you know but any in any case I don't you know we have some uh, who's around we got Sam I'm just wondering whether we should add another comic to the mix. Are you saying to, uh, that Ryan is not I'm saying Ryan is fantastic, but the beauty of this Look. show is that we can at any moment call this we guy can over. we can call over the uh, this Sam Morrill, Seaton Smith. <laughs> Sam Morrill. This is Sam Morrill. Another one of these young kids that's that I really like, but at the same time, uh, I, I I'm scared that he's gonna pass me. <laughs> pass him? Right, in the well. business. Surpass him. Surpass me. <laughs> right. These young kids in the business, they seem to be getting a lot of shit, and I feel like I'm being put out to pasture. That's how it always feels. But well, anyway, feel, Sam Morrill. That's how I feel with like all the young little. You are the young. Uh, well, there's younger. There's, that well, should make you feel yeah, even Sam, older. Sam feels like Sam, that. Sam, what are you? Twenty nine. It never yeah. ends, and the people above us feel the same way. Yeah. It never ends. Everybody feels that way. I should just be grateful for what I have, right? Exactly. I don't have hyperthyroidism. Damn. Is this a breakthrough? Yeah, exactly. Look at this. Is this a breakthrough moment? <laughs> well, no, logically speaking, oh. uh, I, I should. There's, like, there's a lot of logic, you know, yeah, logically Dan speaking. Dan doesn't live exactly. on the logic plane for the Sam most Moore, part. Sam Moore, ladies and gentlemen. How do you, we how had do to bring you? Sam in because uh, I had to call over my own support because I'm not doing well. You're doing what fantastic. It's, no, it's, just, you're insecure. You know. I am a little insecure. I'm always insecure on these. This is a Jewish podcast. Ever hey, so far. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no, Hamilton's not a Jew. I know, but he's, there's, there's like people a neurosis. think I am. It's like Jewish stereotype right there. Oh, Do okay. I seem Jewish? I, um, you seem Seinfeld-esque. Sometimes people think I'm like Jewish. You look like Seinfeld and you talk like Seinfeld. No, but I don't. he doesn't seem Jewish somehow. Okay. He, Ryan doesn't seem Jewish me, but he does seem like a Jewish New Yorker. I'm trying does to Jew down. Really? Yeah, there's like a, there's like a New York type of Jew that Ryan reminds I'm me. I'm trying of. to Jew down the podcast. So I did purposely. Well, I'm a Jew. I know that, but uh, you're right. Beat it. <laughs> now that I think of it, because no, with Noam it always gets very Jewy. This podcast, oh, yeah, and I've said it? it before. I've said it a hundred times. We got to Jew it down. Right. 
Yeah. Now all my friends are Jewish, so I don't mind Jewing it up. If that's what you I know, but call. we're trying to. I don't know who's listening to this. It, you know, it could be. But, but I'm trying to appeal to the Trump fan base out there. <laughs> oh God, they, we've lost them with Noam anyway. A long time ago. M- moral of the story. Yes. Well, what's going on with you? What, what do you got cooking with Comedy Central? Because everybody, everybody but me has a Comedy Central <laughs> deal of some sort. I don't have a deal. I don't have a Snapchat show. I'm not even. On, I don't check Snapchat. I don't do any of this stuff. I don't know nothing. You got Good. something cooking. You're holding out on me, you cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to annoy me, and you're right. <laughs> I have nothing with comedy because I have that reputation, right? The reputation of a guy that he's a nice guy, writes a good joke, but sometimes he's a little bitter. <laughs> What's the word on me? Or maybe people don't talk about me at all. No, I. Uh, everybody respects you. Great joke. Well, I can't pay I, the rent with respect. Well. Fans a little bit you're you're writing cannon. for Rachel Feinstein's pilot, though. I did. I mean, it's submitted now. So you're wet. So you, if you, if I was there for Punch Up, yeah. Oh, you're a Punch Up guy. Yeah. So if if it goes to a series, sure. Then you'll have that. You'll be a writer. Uh-huh. Do you want to be a writer, or that's just a way to make no, a living while you're pursuing your real money. dream? Yeah, comedy and doing podcasts with you. With the podcasting and and stand up. Mm-hmm. But where do you want to go? I want to tour. You're, you're, you want a tour? That's what you wanted. That's the like, thing I'm trying to get out of. I know. I know you hate it. I, what do you want? A sitcom, right? <sighs> I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I think I just want to win the lottery and bolt the door would you, and not you, leave the house. If you won the lottery, <laughs> would you ever do stand-up again? Yes, here I would do it here at the cellar, but I wouldn't leave town. Yeah. Anything that involves a, a plane or a train or a bus... We've been discussing how Dan hates road gigs, like absolutely. The problem with me with road gigs, though, is so much of my self-esteem comes from a new joke. And the road is where I get new jokes. I, it's hard for me to ride in the city. Oh, really? Yeah. I ride more well, in the that, city now than we're I do getting, on the road. I knew I invited him over for a reason. Yeah. See, now we're getting somewhere interesting. Yeah. Um, most exi- of my self-esteem comes from new jokes, too. Yeah. It gives me about seven or eight hours of self-esteem. <laughs> Not a lot, but that seven or eight hours I wouldn't have had otherwise. That's why you always got good new stuff, man. I try. You and also because of you young motherfuckers. Yeah. Because, I, you know, most of the reason I write new shit is because... That's all I have, as I said. I'm not going to out rich or famous Aziz Ansari, for example. But when he comes here and does his set, all I can do is, 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 is I don't want people walking out saying, well, it's clear why that second guy was, isn't famous like Aziz. You know what I mean? I don't want them walking out saying, well, yeah, obviously there's a reason Aziz is famous. You he, want to be at the urinal and saying the really neurotic guy was really, I want really them to great. say, yeah. you know what? That other guy was just as good yeah. as I don't know why Aziz is, 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 is the rich and famous one. He can keep his money and he can keep his fame. I just want people to know that he's not funnier than me. Yeah. But you also get joy out of the joke, right? Yes, just I do, but mostly it's, it's hostility toward Aziz. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. This is the real stuff. Yeah, yeah. now we're really. Um, no, no, I do. No, but I do agree with you, uh, Samuel, that, um, yeah. that, that, I mean, I'm with you on that. My self esteem is, uh, is locked up in these, these, these stupid jokes, these, these, these bits and, and these, these, that I'm doing too much of it. I, yeah, I, that's I crazy. Get too much of my that's happiness not... from comedy. Where do you get your happiness, Ryan Hamilton? I'm not always happy, but uh, I don't know. But when you are happy, where does it come from? I don't know that it comes from comedy that often. I, I enjoy the show and I enjoy writing and the creative process, but I try and have things in my life that make me happy outside of this business. I was just gonna say, you seem like a person who does. You don't put that much pressure on yourself. I to... try not to. 
Yeah. I feel like this. you can do what you can do, and there's a lot of people who really work hard and get a lot of things, and I try to work hard, and I feel like it's, I'm rewarded by that, but I also feel like there's some things that are just out of your control in this business, right. so you can't worry too much about it. Right. You can do what you can do, and then... Uh, you know, enjoy the ride for the rest of it. God bless you, Ryan Hamilton. That is a man who is centered. He's, uh, I tell you what. He's what not Jewish, he's Buddhist. I mean, <laughs> that's an even keel. Yeah. I'm not even Even the Dalai Lama would look at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You, t- you tell me. You know. um, well, oh, that's a wonderful attitude. You got to. You got to have other things outside of this. Well, what this do you business have? is brutal. But it's, it's hard. It's it is hard. hard. It's what not do you easy. have outside of this to, to keep you uh, fulfilled? Because my whole life is like too much. You're right. It's too much comedy. Yeah. I try to have friends, my family. I spend time with them. I don't know. I'm on the road so much it's difficult. But um, I don't know. I read. I think about other things. I uh, have other projects I'm working on that aren't comedy. I, I, I have my French studies. I do have yeah, that. Yeah, that's you good. Know, I do have that. That's going to keep you from getting dementia, I think. It, well, it may well be, but but yeah. you're assuming that uh, I don't want dementia. <laughs> it sounds You're assuming good. that I, other <laughs> mental illness isn't well, just no, this. Well, no, it's like, I don't know, is dementia that bad? I guess it is bad, but um, yeah, I don't want to say it's pleasant, but uh, yeah, it might keep me. I mean, there are studies that suggest that you don't get dementia if you if you have a study of foreign languages. So I, Wait, know. can we go back to what you said about writing jokes? Because sure. I think it's interesting that you said... By the way, this now we're really cooking with gas. Yeah, so stop yeah. interrupting me so we can keep going. <laughs> um, writing on the road. It's hard for you to write here, but it's it's easier on the road? I Why get distracted here. I love being here so much. I have to be a little unhappy to write, I think. I mean, when I'm happy, I'm happy when I'm in New York. I have stuff to do. I feel... I like I have someone's got to be a little wrong with me to get going. I can't ride on the road because I'm too busy trying not to kill myself on the road. <laughs> I have no time to write. You understand? Just checking ceiling fan weights I, and stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm just be, I'm being bombarded with my own the voices in my head, so there's no writing going on. I write yeah. in the city and I test out new jokes sometimes on the road and sometimes in the city. Uh, I'm 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 trying to get a new TV set. And I've been really, because I want this TV set to be the best TV set I've done. Otherwise, I don't see the point of doing a TV set. Right. That's great. It's not like in the old days you did a TV set and you could actually get a lot of shit. Hello, Lisa. This no, is Lisa. Hop on. Lisa's back. We got another mic just for you. We brought Sam Morrill in because he happened to be hanging around. There's our friend Gad Almale is here. He was here last. Hello, Gad. We don't have another mic for you. If you. Fine. The Gad was. Uh, if you don't remember Gad, he was on the show two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Yes. So he's here. He's a French guy. That. I'm back. Hello, Lisa. Hey, this is a cool feature. So, huh? so, so this yeah. is something you don't get in any other podcast, and you know you're not going to get it on 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 any other show that I know of. We have Lisa uh, Traeger has just done the initial ten minutes of her MC spot. Yes. And now she is here to talk about it. As it occurs. Well, I'm usually a late night gal, um, and Me this too. is yeah, and uh, this is really new for I me. Mean, I've never hosted the 7:30, uh, and huh. they're kind of nerds. You know what I mean? At the end of they're the day, they're nerds. just kind of sure. uh, faggot nerds. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> I'm no, on but this I show a, all but the time. But they did um, laugh at an N-word wet pussy joke. Wait, so you did an N-word wet pussy joke? I did. Can we hear it? No, I mean, that's basically, yeah, I gave it away. That's the whole joke is, hello, N-word, <laughs> what pussy? Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> so they liked that, but yeah. But did you say struggle. the N-word or you said the, uh, the... No, I say I have a joke I'm working on, but it's not the N-word, and I can't say the N-word, because I would just get too wet. Ah, uh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Adam turned into a little schoolgirl. <laughs> uh, that's a Sarah Silverman-esque 
I, I'm not saying uh, you know that it's anything. She's done anything like it, but I, I, I feel the, I feel the, 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 uh, the essence of Sarah Silverman somewhere in that joke. Yeah, I mean, I like her a lot. I Excuse riff. Me. Oh, cool. Hi. Keith, you're certainly hey. worth Just in time, we're just talking about the N-word. <laughs> we know, we, you can't... We were just talking about the N-word, perfect time. <laughs> Good oh, to hey, see you, Keith. Wow. Wow. Good to see you. I don't know if you want to talk or... Uh, Rachel, just... also your makeup and titties look great. Rachel, we just talked. <laughs> Rachel, we just talking about you because Sam apparently is writing for your, for your. Um, well, I uh, did punch up. Pile. Oh, you did punch up. No, you wrote for it. What do you mean punch? You didn't oh, just yeah. do punch up. Sam is trying to. Yeah, Sam is trying to minimize, minimize it so I don't minimize. get hostile. But why didn't you ask me to do punch up for for you? I will ask you to do punch up when it gets to series. I just couldn't ask everybody in the world. But <laughs> thanks, Dana. I'm putting you on the spot. Putting no. me on to confront me. <laughs> well, no, you, you, no. I, You're going to congratulate me, and you started lashing out. No, I'm not lashing out. I'm just saying I'm available. I'm just saying I'm available. No, no, that's, that's all. Good I'm available. Because you're a brilliant man. It's it so happens. I did the movie, the three picture deal. Um, uh, I've decided. I said no. And, <laughs> and so, uh, no, so I am you. available for, for punch up if you need me. If you don't need me, I, uh, if you just need a shoulder to cry on. Well, we're going to turn it in soon, so we'll see if it gets picked up. Well, what, it, what is it? Uh, it's, it's inside Rachel's rear? What was it? No, you're right, it's a porn. Um, it's called no, that's it's a joke, deep right? sea anal porn. <laughs> I don't know if you know that category. There's normal anal and then there's deep sea anal. No, I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> Why don't you play your games with me? I know you are. <laughs> well, you know well, all you, about deep sea. I don't. Maybe you're right. Comedy Central says you, you signed a secrecy agreement, so you can't talk about your pilot. I don't no. know. You no, cannot talk about your pilot. Cares. Keith, do you feel like the Godfather right now? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everyone's got, kissing him. He's gotten four seat, kisses. Yeah. I know. Keith is getting so much pussy these days. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Ever since the stroke happened. <laughs> was it an Artie situation with the Gumas just lined up? Uh, no, Artie had millions of dollars, millions of dollars behind it. Uh, all Walmart money. Did you have sex with your nurses or sexually what? harass them or anything? Yes, of course. Okay, <laughs> he tried to saw their asses off. Money. We visited him in the hospital. He had a little butter knife, and he was trying to saw their butts off with it. <laughs> Anybody liked, he's like, mm, let me see if I can get a piece. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, uh, we're all moved and happy to see Keith is back, and uh, I don't know if... Yeah, uh, I'm back. Yeah, and you're going to be performing uh, back here soon because Chill. Ray Allen is, is is is, is going to have to do all your spots if you don't come. Yeah, back. There's only so much ponytail we could take. We get them in Jesus. Soon, get back uh, here. <laughs> I, soon I'll be uh, coming back. Yeah. Good. Good. We've all been doing your material. Um, <laughs> going great. I'm going hard. <laughs> my, my special about South Philly is <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> the chain laugh spin says oh, <laughs> Lisa so Sam was talking about how it's very really hard for him to write jokes here uh-huh well because he's busy and he's happy oh, and yeah. do you find it easier to write jokes on the road or when you're kind of away from your day-to-day um I just mostly chat I don't like go write jokes oh I just chat it out chat I figure it out. it out on stage really but do, but yeah do you find it easier on the road or here in the city to write um that's what 
Sam says it's easier on the road, which I think. I don't, because I go to a I'm coffee shop here. On the road, I just want to watch Bravo. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a theory behind it. By the way, I, w- I want to ask you, getting back to the M Sing, do you already know what you're going to say uh, in the interstitial between comic set that you're going to be doing um, I after just, you bring off? Who's on stage? I can't quite see. Seton Smith. That's Seton Smith. You may remember him from the short lived but critically panned uh, show, <laughs> Mulaney. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I don't use it in the intro. I don't think he likes it. I will say Lisa gives great intros. She gives I, good intros. Yeah, they're actually, always yeah. authentic and real. And they're not. How just do you intro like, me? I don't remember. They're you. usually from the heart. What do you say about me? I don't recall. Um, you're gonna have a great time. He's been on TV a bunch, but who cares? He's, just, you know, you're gonna like it. Yeah, it's not just a list of credits all the time. She, they're always because, different. No, nobody cares about the stupid credit. You're yeah. right. I mean, no we, we're all, you know, most MCs they go up. They say you've seen him on Letterman, yeah. you've seen him on Conan. Well, no, you haven't seen me on Letterman and Conan yeah. because you probably weren't watching. Right. And 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 you sure as shit don't remember anyway. <laughs> so how about here's a guy, that's that's gonna make you laugh, hopefully. Yeah. And that's all you need to say. That's it. I do think it's been a very good show, by the way. I know Lisa is 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 may not be in accord with that uh, uh, with that analysis. I think it's good. I thought it was very very good. Unfortunately, you missed some very good interesting conversation because you were downstairs. About the I'm, kitchen. I'm seeing. Well, we talked about. No, no, you were here for that. I don't know if I. I don't know if uh, I. Uh, you were here when I said that. Uh, the last time they changed the menu was when they stopped serving pterodactyl she burgers. She was here, oh, and why here. are you making us all relive that? <laughs> because. Because, you know, the pterodactyl has been extinct for millions of years. And that's how long they keep the same menu. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank you for listening to... what are, are we still called live from the table, or is, I don't is know it just what a comedy you have to end at eight? It's your show. We don't have to, no. But no, no, no. But do you have to fill the time, or you could just end it now? No, because we we stick in. <laughs> this is the best ending we, of a we, show. We, we stick it. You know, we stick we stick in clips of people stand up, so oh. that that the show will run an hour. Oh, cool. So, so we have to find this n word. You know. Yeah. So wet we're trying to find n word wet pussy bit, uh, if we can, <laughs> if we can find it. And and you know we'll put in something for uh, ideally it relates to right. to what we've been talking about. So I don't know. If, I I doubt that Hamilton has any jokes about pilot season. But we if he did, I'll be damned if that wouldn't fit in quite nicely. I think the hot air balloon thing. We've oh already yeah, the used. hot air balloon. Right. Uh, Sam Morrill, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks Impromptu. for having me, dude. And you can see Sam anytime. Um, you know, at places that you can when see. Just come out, Gotham, <laughs> April twenty second and twenty third. Oh, okay. And keep. Your eyes peeled for a hopefully new pilot, a show on the Comedy Central, I believe it's called, network. And they will be airing, hopefully, Rachel's uh, television okay. show. Welcome back to Keith Robinson. We love you. And, and I'm not a person that says I love you very... I haven't told my father I loved him in, in, ever. Oh, the breakthrough. What? <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with another great program. Hopefully, Noam will be, will be out on bail by then. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time.